Yo, welcome to the Hive Hustle, the captivating podcast that we dive into street culture, whether that be dancing, roller skating, hip hop, crump, um, anything that really helped me grow as a person and gave me somewhat of an identity. It's official now, the Hive Hustle podcast about to sit you down, go and fix your crown. This ain't a grain of salt, pick your brain and thoughts, even through a major loss, still remain a boss. Today... <laughs> I got my boy Jam with me. Uh, I've known him for a while. We met in Vegas at the, in the dance scene. I have wanted to have a conversation with him for a minute. Uh, I look up to him. He's inspired me tremendously when it comes to dancing and his training level. And thank you, man. Thanks for having a conversation Absolutely. with thank me. Thank you for having me, bro. I'm excited. Definitely, definitely. And just to give you a background, I'm not sure if you do watch the podcast or listen, but um, Hive Hustle is specifically about cultures that like inspired me mm. obviously crump obviously roller skating obviously graffiti hip-hop those things raised me i grew up on the east side of vegas and if it wasn't for somebody teaching me how to wave when i was 13 years old i probably wouldn't be where i'm at right now mm. same thing with graffiti writing so you obviously are a big part of the vegas dance scene and freestyle scene and performance scene so Obviously, I had to have you, man. Uh, well, I appreciate that, bro. It, uh, it's really cool to see the your progress over time, you know, because we we met some years ago. It was yeah, probably what, like twenty fifteen. It was, I think, it was because I moved to Vegas. I moved to Vegas in twenty fifteen. Yeah, I remember. so I'm pretty sure it was because like it was around the district when we were practicing Flamingo Durango, yes, right? Yes. Yeah. So like Neon Sio, like all of that. Yeah. That's when you started coming out here, yep. right? Yep. Twenty fourteen, so, I think, was like my first time battling out here mm -hmm. and then and then i moved i moved in 2015 and then yeah got you yeah. okay well hey that leads us right into it because ultimately we're here to get to know you uh we're here to have a conversation and really see like who you are that's i really want to shout out the the person behind the artist you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so how did street dance come into play like was it a studio was mm -hmm. it a session like where did joey before there was a joey the jam yeah. where did joey find street dance well so my my dance upbringing is is interesting actually and it's 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 i think it's a little bit uncommon but because it's uncommon it's it kind of shows the like the type of dancer that i became mm -hmm. but i started so i'm from tucson arizona i started uh like when i was a little little kid before i like took dance seriously mm -hmm. I, Michael Jackson was like my inspiration. Obviously. So, you know, yeah. just like a lot of us, we were imitating MJ and, mm -hmm. and doing the moves and stuff like that. And my brother also was a B-boy. Okay. So, so he, you know, I used to hang out with him and his friends. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I never really used to, I never was like really learning. I just kind of was there watching as like a little you kid. Had, just like a fly on the wall. <laughs> yeah. You know, because I didn't, you know, I was just, I just liked to watch him. And, yeah. You know, I would maybe mess around a little bit, but it wasn't like... I wasn't like, I want to be a dancer at that time. I was like, and this was like when I was like, maybe like seven, eight, you know? Mm -hmm. So I was exposed to to some stuff. Yeah. And then uh, when I was 10, I took my first dance class. So I actually started in a studio. So okay. I, so I'm originally like a studio kid. So I That's took, dope. I took hip hop and I took, and I took breaking okay. um, at the studio that I was at. And, um, you know, and I had like classical studio training. So I learned jazz, I learned tap, yeah. I, I took ballet, like, 
musical theater. Yeah. I liked, you know, because I was one of the, I was one of like the stronger boys in that mm-hmm. at the studio. Actually, one of the only ones who was like in the company. So, you know, I would do the co- company co- competitions too. So I'd yeah. do like all the studio competitions. Gotcha. So that was like my, my upbringing. And at the same time, I was breaking. Okay. So it was like, if you think of it, it was like choreography. Uh-huh. It's like studio choreography and breaking at yeah. the same time. That was like gotcha. my upbringing. And then it got to the point where, you know, uh, at the studio, I met um, one of my teachers. His name was Anton Smith. And he had a uh, one of the, well, it was the top crew in Tucson at the time. Um, they were called the Human Project, and so I've heard of that. Yeah. He, so he he uh, was our company teacher for the hip hop, and then he loved me, and my sister, and he was like, "You guys should should like audition for my crew." So oh. we auditioned for the crew, and that was like, and that was like my entrance into street dance. Okay. Because at first it was just all studio stuff and learning, you know, learning how to just be like a dancer. Yeah. And then once I joined the Human Project, I was exposed. And this is the cool thing about this crew is that we were exposed to popping, locking. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a, a, a separate breaking crew in yeah. the crew, a whacking, house, ah. like literally every style um, in, in small quantities because the crew wasn't necessarily like experts in any of these styles, but... But we were taught them. We yeah. were exposed to them. Ultimately, it's, I don't think, that's the same thing with Prodigy. You know, like when, when K, no, not, not many people know this, but when K first started Prodigy at Summerlin Dance Academy, mm-hmm. before there was even a Prodigy training center, like a lot of us freestyle dancers told her like, hey, bring us in. Let us teach your kids. Yeah. And she did it. And that's why a lot of the Imanis are who they are right now. Absolutely. A lot of the Reese's are who they are mm-hmm. right now. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the different people, because a lot of the OGs were brought in. And that's how I personally feel the street culture gets into the studio. Oh, yeah. Because absolutely. if we don't go in there and we're from the street, then they're not, my personal opinion, they're not getting the essence. Well, no. You know? I mean, they, they'll, I mean, in the studio world, they don't know anything about what we do. So it's crazy we, how much they don't know. No. <laughs> and, and, and the, the thing is, is that they actually do want to know, but mm-hmm. like you said, it takes, Somebody. it takes us who are a part of it to mm-hmm. come in and, yep. and teach and teach them. Yeah. They have to learn. I had to do that with Crump. Yeah. Since, 2009. Right. Because Two Nice Street Dance was the first street dance mm-hmm. studio in Vegas, if I can recall. Mm-hmm. And JoJo gave me an opportunity and he was like, I want you to teach Crump. And that was the start of a shift in Vegas Crump because we were always dancing on the streets. Mm. And then when they seen like, okay, these guys could actually get together, they allowed us to dance in the studio. Yeah. They allowed us to rent it out. They allowed it. It just built the movement. So, and that's where we're at now. Yeah. But that's dope, man. So you started out in a studio. Yep. You ended up like on a competition team and then obviously on a street team. That's cool. Well, now, like, obviously that was when you were a teenager. Yeah. You're a full-fledged adult now. So where are you now in your career? Like, are you, obviously we know you have hybrids. We know you have Level Up. What's the mission behind those and what's what's the reason for them? Yeah, so hybrids <laughs> hybrids is my crew. Me and, me and Reese, we founded it in uh, – 2017. Okay. So we've been around for a second, but hey. we've kind of been under a little bit. It's just been like me and him for a while. That's comedy. Um, Swarm Brand started in 2017. Yeah. Too. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Nah, the synchronicity <laughs> yeah, is that's wild. Crazy. That's um, cool. Yeah, man. So, I mean, a little, just a little backstory behind like what Hybrids is and, and like why we started it is, uh, you know, in 2017, Reese and I, we auditioned for Jabba, for yeah, Jabba Walkies. And uh, when we, you know, in their audition process, 
they do a choreo, like choreo side and breaking side. Yeah. So, and then the way they rate it is like out of stars. So okay. like if you really rip it, it's like five stars. And then like, depending on your levels, like they'll give you a certain goes, star. Yeah. Well, we did both breaking and the choreo and we got five stars in both. So it, when you, when that happens, they call you five star hybrids. Wow. So in the in the Jabberwockies, you know, in their universe. in their company culture, you know, <laughs> exactly in their universe, um, if you do if you break and you do choreo, you're, you're a, a hybrid. hybrid. And the reason why they call you that is because they can use you for multiple different multiple ways. different things. Yeah. So we both did that, and and so we had this. I just remember this conversation we had like in his garage, mm-hmm. talking about like how cool it was. Like, yo, we're like. We're like five star hybrids. We're like this, like mute. We're kind of like a mutant, you know. We're like yeah. this, like this, hey. this, this, like special kind of people yeah. creature because, like, it's you know, not everyone's going to be a five star hybrid. Hybrid. It's, it's very, very hard to sit here and know how to pick up choreography and have a street style. Any street style. Yeah. I suck at choreography. <laughs> I will say it every. I told you. I said, look, I'm never going to be a hybrid because. I don't want to learn locking. I'm saying <laughs> we it did on have wax. that conversation. I'm saying it on we wax. We did have that conversation. I, I love their crew to death, and I would love to be a part, but I'm just not going to yeah, learn it. Yeah. So and that's fair. And, and, and that's, that's fair. my thing is that's why I love you guys because everybody in your crew is legitimately like they live that. Yes. And so that's and that is the that that's like the overall um, essence of what our crew represents, and and it's it goes deeper than dance. Like on the dance side of things. We, you know, we're hybrids because we do many different styles mm-hmm. and we do them, we do them well and we do them with authenticity. Like yeah. we, we don't dabble. Yeah. We, when we learn a style, I, yep. we, we take time to understand even the, the culture, culture yep. of those styles, where they come from and what it means to even represent that and do that. Mm. And that's on the dance side. But outside of the dance thing, you know, what it means to be a hybrid is being a multi is being multifaceted Mm -hmm. you know it even goes it even goes down to like our dna you know a lot of us are hybrid humans Mm -hmm. you know we're not just like one ethnicity we're like a mix of different people right so even down to like our core as people we're hybrids and so we represent the 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 idea that we are all more than just one thing just like you you're a dancer Mm -hmm. but you're not just a dancer you're an entrepreneur yeah you're a businessman. Yeah. And that's what you're a, a graphic designer. Mm-hmm. You're you're like you're multifaceted. Yep. And that's what that is the idea of of hybrids. And it's not even specific to just, you know, I think I think everyone is a hybrid in some way. Yep. And we we like to shine light on like the beauty of being multifaceted as humans and and like excelling and ex- expressing to all the layers yeah. of ourselves. Yeah, and that's Man, that's that's a crazy nugget because, like, in reality, everybody has layers to themselves. Like, a lot of people don't even understand, like, my whole crump style is based off of layers. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I call it lasagna. I'm Italian, obviously. Crump lasagna. If you feel me. Delicious. so <laughs> Don't even start. I'm hungry. <laughs> I, I, I ate lunch earlier and I'm still hungry. <laughs> but look, like, you got cheese, meat. Noodle, cheese, meat, noodle, cheese, meat, noodle, and it's just stacked, and it becomes this great meal that you eat, right? Same thing with, like, dance. Like, you're going to hit your feet. You're going to hit your chest. You're going to hit your arms. You're going to layer everything until it becomes something beautiful. Mm. And 
that's where the mafioso style came from. I would layer arm swings. I would layer chest pops. I would layer all these things, stacking material, all of that. And it just became really clean cut. It came really structured and it still had the essence and the liveness. So I definitely, that's really dope. And that's why I've always like loved the hybrids like mission. And cause I've known that, you know, even when Lamont was down with y'all, like yeah. I knew that, I knew that that's what y'all represented. I remember when Carnival first came out here that what the day before the pandemic that was wasn't wild. it what a like time. we performed and then the next day everybody's what locked down time bro <laughs> hey, that's crazy yeah if we really think about it, i remember you guys performing then yep and i've always loved your guys's like ability to appeal to the masses with street culture like that's one thing i like even from the recent video you guys released like that video shows the dynamicness of your crew I appreciate that. You know man. what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's it's really dope, man. Now, we talked about the hybrids. Like, obviously, you guys have an event, too, that you host. Yeah. What's the level up? And we know it's one of the, I know, maybe some of my viewers doesn't know, but I know that it's one of the most dynamic events in Vegas. So, like, your pool's different. Your prize is different. Like, what inspired all that? Mm. So, the level up is our... We like to call it like our, our love letter to the community. Mm -hmm. um, and the reason why it's called the level up is we we get kind of, um, I think, complacent as a community where we kind of run in circles. Mm. You know, a lot of times like we just kind of get comfortable doing the same thing over and over. And and. We don't really, we can't really grow when we do anything like mm -hmm. that, you know. And and our and our you know mission is like we wanna we wanna add and grow our community because we know how beautiful and powerful and like life transforming all this stuff is, you know. How and mm -hmm. even like even the scene here in Las Vegas is like, you know, pretty well like connected pretty oh, yeah. well unified like overall you yeah. know i've seen in, in other scenes it's not like that but out here it's like we have this like really cool you know type of unity out here and but the thing is, is like if we keep doing the same things over and over we don't really ever grow from it so the level up is literally the desire to do something different and and elevate the community mm. and in the ways that we try to approach that is one um you know, different concepts that challenge the competitors. So one of, you know, our our signature concept for the level up is the battle royale. Yeah. And and the battle royale is, you know, just the way that we have structured it, 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 it demands, it demands the hunger, it demands the fire, it yeah. demands like the push yeah. of, of all the competitors. So that's mm -hmm. like the first aspect is like challenging the competitors. The second is, is adding a, uh, is bringing in other people to come see how dope our scene is. Yeah. People who, who don't know anything about street dance or even these battles, you know, there's a lot of people out there that don't even, they don't even know that battles are a Pe thing. People don't know? even understand. Like, we think that You Got Served did what it did. We think that these dance movies did what it did. But people still believe that that's not real. No, yeah, they think it's there's, a fake there's thing. There's people out there. Like, I remember I was talking to one of my friends. He's actually in the process of, like, building a crump like series like a like a like a circuit mm. and he's like talking to sponsors yeah yeah and he talked to like a hat company and they were like yeah we had no clue that the this culture wears our hats and had no clue mm -hmm. the marketing director of the company had no clue that this culture even existed 
And I told him, I was like, that makes, that should make crumpers understand how small we really are. Does that make sense? Yeah. And even if we think about it, street culture is the same way, street dance in general. Like we're still, even though we have Red Bull dancer style, even though we have field, uh, fusion concept, we have all these worldwide events, we're still this small. Absolutely. You know yeah, what I'm saying? And, and, and we, it's it, always good to bring other people in. Yeah. I mean, that's how we, that's how we can, I mean, so, so another one of the missions of the level up is to it, provide financial opportunities for dancers. That, mm. that is it. So, so when it comes to the prize money, we aim to, to bump that thing up like crazy. And also one of the, one of the things that we always do at the level up is we have a prize pool Yeah, because we think that it, there's so much talent in our scene you know, when it comes to the battles, you get the top 16. Anyone in that top 16 could win that day. Mm -hmm. And you never know who's going to be on, depending on it the music, be, the judges. It could be a bad day. It could be it, all types yeah, of stuff. Yeah. But anyone in that top 16 could just win that battle. So the the level is so high that it's like, th it's like this, you know? Mm -hmm. No one's really like just excelling way Ever. above everybody, you know? And it's been like that for the past couple of years. <laughs> yeah. Because people took their training hella serious during the pandemic. Absolutely. So there's a lot of high-quality dancers right now. Man, here in Las Vegas specifically, I think we have one of the best pools, the best, highest-level dancers. Like We saw that find. at time. We saw that at Brawl recently. Oh, absolutely. Come on. I was there for half of the time, and I was like, I got to go. <laughs> I got to go train. Like, for real. <laughs> and not only that, like, I commend Trey because that concept of, like, the dancers choosing the winner. Yeah. It was a double-edged sword, I think. I it think was so great too. because you you had to like be honest with your peers. Like right. a lot of us been in the judge panel and been like, oh, I don't agree with that. Right. But now there's no judges. Yeah. Y'all are judging each other. Right. So it's like, who do you get mad at? Do you get mad at everybody in your crew because they didn't vote for you? Or do you be honest with them? You know what I'm saying? And then on the other side, you have people that probably voted for their crew when they shouldn't have. <laughs> so it's like you've seen the double yeah. side. I was watching it. I was like, it is quite this is great. And, I was and, like, this is amazing to see. Yeah, absolutely. And and so to Trey's credit, you know what? I, going back to like our mission for the level up is like he's doing something different. Yep. Everybody, you, know? you have to do something different. You're doing something different. You, yeah. you, you're at, it's not just the same old thing all the time. And, and you know, and it's not to, it's not to say that like just doing a regular the battle. The formula isn't. works. Yeah. You know, but, the formula's cool. Like you and, said, and it's fun. we do the same thing over and over again. It's insanity, bro. We yeah. can't expect different results we, with the same thing. You know thing. what I'm saying? We're yeah. going to get the same thing over and over. And so, so for the level up, we just want to, we want to elevate. We want to mm -hmm. elevate elevate the, the competition we want to elevate the prize we yep. want to elevate the the community itself by yeah. bringing other people in that don't know about it to see it we want to elevate you know and, and also to the sponsor thing you know mm -hmm. we're we're sponsored by eos fitness yep we, we were sponsored by red bull last time yep um you know we want to bring these brands in mm -hmm. that don't like you said don't really know about our community to show them like yo look how look how dope this community yeah. is and they bring the financial support. Yeah. If the brands and the companies bring the financial support, then guess who gets paid? The, the dancers. dancers. Yep. So we, then we can add more prize. We can we can get to the point where maybe you know my my vision is like when we do the level up, we get to a point of financial security so so well that if you make it past prelims, you make money. Yeah. And I think you guys did that last time. We we did. Uh, so the was last it top eight. So the last time, uh, it was a top. 
16 and the top 16 got you know got t-shirt they still got a prize yeah and that's what i meant so it's like maybe not prizes. cash but like if you made top 16 you got a t-shirt you got, that's dope exactly that's dope exactly at least you got you know you got your money back that you paid to get in exactly you know and that's that's something that as a dancer is a good feeling you know hey i didn't make it past top 16 but i still got this but shirt. you got something i got a memorabilia of where, where i was at absolutely and, and then and then the top eight you know, I think the prize that we did was fifty. So, so the so even so, if you make it past the prelims and you win one battle, you you already made your you money back in some. Your ROI is nice. Yeah, <laughs> you you know what I'm saying. I mean, that's a good that's a good trade off. Like if you're confident in your skills, mm -hmm. you know, you pay you pay twenty or thirty dollars to get into the event, and then you, you win fifty. Hey, I made twenty bucks. You know what I'm saying? And dancer for two minutes. <laughs> and this is like on the this is this the is low still, scale. Yes. Yeah. This is the low scale. This it could is, be higher. It's gonna. We be could higher. have a five thousand, ten thousand dollar pool. It's gonna be yeah, higher. That's and the that's point. the vision. That's okay. the vision for the level. We want to elevate this thing. We want to bring the bring new people in to say to see like how dope mm -hmm. we are, so that we're not extracting money. From, from ourselves, us. yeah, and the money. All we're doing like is this. cycling it together. But there's no new money. There's no. Yeah. We're not growing. We're just going yeah. like this. We want to go like this, so that it can go like this. Yeah. That's and that's raise the, the roof, y'all. Well, hey, real quick, we're gonna be right back <laughs> after this commercial break. We appreciate y'all. Tune in. In the heart of artistic innovation and urban vibrancy, Swarm Culture stands as a dynamic and captivating brand that serves as both a sanctuary and a launching pad for crump dancing, roller skating, hip-hop, and street culture. Through curated events, workshops, performances, and collaborations, Swarm Brand strives to empower individuals from all walks of life, celebrating diversity and inspiring unity through the shared language of art. Visit us today at swarmeverything.com. We back. <laughs> now, Fresh. we was just talking about the level up. Um, now, that's a battle. Yes. But you also perform. Yes. So what's your preference? Do you like battling and sessioning or do you like performing more? Uh, I definitely like battling more. It's it's and this is a personal preference. Of, of course, I uh, there, there's nothing more difficult than doing a battle. Like, bro, I dancers don't, think don't understand. They like thank it, you so much. Dancers who don't that. battle will never know that type of pressure that's bro. put on you when, when you, you have so, like I watched Jesse versus Crush, bro. Ooh. That was. That was my favorite oh battle my, of the entire me night. Me too. I said the same. I told Lamont that I was like, bro, that battle was crazy. Yeah. But that's what I mean is the pressure that you have when you have somebody in front of you is a whole different oh. world than, and that's what I say all the time, inform, not perform. When you're battling, you have to be somebody. You have to, you have to know that you oh, yourself, yeah. when you're performing in a crowd, like with a crew or anything of the sort, you're taking on a choreography and you're putting it on. Mm. You're putting somebody else on you, mm -hmm. whether mm -hmm. you made that choreography or not. Mm -hmm. You have a certain like mindset within that choreography that you have to have. And with battling, it's so like, really, like you have to move and you have to be quick and shit can change within two seconds. Oh, yeah, bro. So I'm glad uh, I'm man. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, yeah. I I think uh, it's not to it's not to put anything off of like being a performer. No, everything's you know? important. You know, it, it's you know still it's still not. E I wouldn't say it's easy. You know, but no, when it comes when it comes to what's I'm more good. difficult, I think it's no question. I, I, I wouldn't is even I wouldn't harder. even say that though because I couldn't do the Jabba show. I couldn't do MJ. But one. but well, let me well, okay. Let me ask you this though because you just did Carnival. Right? Yes. Yes. So, 
and you got to prepare for that. You got yeah. to, you got to, you know, you choreographed yeah. that set, yeah. right? And so, you know, now just just asking you, doing that, battling all day, oh, all day, all day, bro. all because I'll be honest with you, man. Even doing that set with Wavy, like I told her, I said, look, if I'm in the show, like on stage. And I start doing my own thing. I'm sorry <laughs> because my body, when I hear stuff, bro, my body just moves. So like when I'm stuck to a choreography, it's really hard for me to do that. And so that's why battling all day. Yeah. But at the same time, I respect performing because I feel like performing and doing that eight hours a day will literally train your body to where you have nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, like yep. you are trained way differently than me because you perform, you, mm-hmm. you stretch, you, you <laughs> literally like, you don't stretch, bro. I, I do. You gotta start stretching. It, it's funny because I was at the rink last night, bro. And I stretched cause I ain't skated in like three weeks. Yeah. And the homie that's a crumper came with me and he was like, he skated for like maybe 20 minutes, bro. And got shin splints. <laughs> And I was like, I, he was on the side, and I was like, I, you know, you pass, and you see people on the side. He was there for like an hour. I went on the side. I was like, bro, what's wrong? He's like, oh, my shins, bro. I'm like, what's wrong with your shins? He's like, I was out there for 20 minutes. I can't skate now. I'm like, you should have stretched. I'm like, we ain't 25 no more, bro. No. we over. When you're over 30, it's a whole different ballgame. It, it, honestly, it is. It is. <laughs> yeah. And But this is the thing, though. This is the cool thing. It's like, if you take care of your body properly— your longevity, your longe- you you could yeah. go for a long. Look at look at like look at Pop and Pete. Look Wiggles, Pop and Pete. Th- yeah. There's look at the B boys. Look at Storm. Like yeah. these guys are still going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know and we could go for a long time as long as we take care of ourselves. Yeah, and that's where a lot of us lack because in reality, a lot of us grew up in the streets. That's and we didn't and we didn't learn yeah. how to take care of ourselves. Yeah, like, no I didn't start. Us. I didn't stop drinking soda until six months ago. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like because of how I was brought up. Right. So I feel like that awareness is needed, Absolutely. especially when it comes to street dance, because not everybody was raised in the studio and was taught like, okay, you have to prep your body for this. We just went out there and did it. Yeah. That's where injuries happen. That's where broken bones happen. All that. Yep. Now, dance is obviously like ingrained in us. Like, as dancers, when we grow into this and love it, it's really ingrained into us. Um, some some people, it's a freaking therapy. You know what I'm saying? Like, what would you say your why is when it comes to hip-hop dance? Like, mm. what? Like I feel like my why has changed within the years. Like, right now, my why, to be totally frank with you, is my family. Like, my kids. Like, mm. I want to tell my kids, like, look, I'm 37 years old, about to be 38, and I could still get off on people. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. So what would you say yours is? <laughs> My why is I can't help it. Mm, you're always it, dancing. I can't not yeah. like, like you know, you know how you said like you're on stage and it's like, yo, I'm sorry if I just kind of go off and do my own thing because I can't control it. Yeah, that's how I feel. I get you. Music makes me move, mm-hmm. and I can't stop it. It's it's not even a choice. Yeah. So my why is like it's just it's, it's ingrained, a part. It's, it's a part of like who I said I am. in the first part of the question. It's ingrained in you. It's ingrained in me. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Well, hey, man. Um, that like being ingrained in us and like I remember my wife telling me one time we were at uh the grocery store and every dancer knows this when you're at the grocery store with anybody and you hear a song on the grocery you're gonna start dancing. Oh yeah. Oh, I arm swing time. I've arm swinged and almost hit a couple people in the grocery store. <laughs> Just getting, <laughs> literally getting buck in a grocery store. Literally, bro. bro. I've la- I've had so many good labs in a grocery <laughs> store. Like yeah, while I- while my wife is like 
grocery shopping. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. Oh, that's some tight. Okay. But yeah. I do. I completely feel that, It's really ingrained in us, man. Yeah. Now, what's the difference? Because you grew up in Vegas, or you grew up in Arizona. Yeah. What do you feel is the difference between the Arizona scene and the Vegas scene? Because I know Arizona, when it comes to Crump, dead end got that thing Mm -hmm. on lock. Mm -hmm. But like, what do you feel is the difference? And what do you feel like the scenes can grow in both, like Mm -hmm. Arizona and Vegas? That's a good question. Yeah, I know. I'm a, good, I'm, a good, I'm a good interviewer. Like I thought about that one. Um, like, I actually do research before yeah. I interview people. Um, let's see. I, so, in Arizona, let's just say this first. Arizona's a smaller scene. Really? Yeah. Oh, I feel like it's bigger. No, no, no. Ve- Vegas, Vegas is way bigger. Okay. The, 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 the amount of dancers that exist here is 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 un- really? you can't no. The fact that they're that active out there in AZ so, with the smallest, that's crazy. So I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that they're small, but they're definitely smaller than Vegas. And it's so you gotta think of it like in Vegas, everything because like there's no Nevada scene. No, it's Vegas. It's Vegas, right? Yeah, so no everybody's Re- don't, here. don't nobody dance in Reno. <laughs> and if they Perump, do, we don't know about they're doing them. the the, the yeah, scooting bo- boogie. Literally, like, they're doing they're they're at Sony's. <laughs> <laughs> Which no offense to country music because yeah. my wife loves it and I go to Sony's all the time. But still, but yeah. So you go to so in Vegas, everybody's here. So it's, it's like it's dense. Yeah, it's all over the place. In Arizona, there's there's the scenes are split up. So you, you, have, the, Tucson, you have the Phoenix, Phoenix scene, yeah. you have the t- Tucson scene, and you have a small Yuma scene. Mm. Um, and so things are so like the community itself is a little. It I think it just maybe it's not as small as I think it is, but it feels small because the scenes are kind of split. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I get that because Vegas is one city. It's just one like massive literally scene. like. We're smaller than every city in this on this West Coast, I feel, but we have like the most people. Dude, we have a lot. If I'm not, if we have we hit three million yet? Last time I checked, we were at two point nine million. Probably. I mean, the city itself has grown like yeah. exponentially yeah. since pandemic. That makes sense. So now, what do you feel like could be better on both scenes? Well, okay, so let me talk about the Arizona scene a little bit. That's, that's home. my home that's scene, home, right? Yeah. So I grew up in Arizona, and I have a deep, deep love for my mm-hmm. community. And I still consider Arizona my home, yeah. you know. And, and so when I when I go back, I always try to I always try to bring something back with me to help push the scene up. But I think what happens, what this is just something that happens in smaller scenes in general, is that uh, th- this happens. Yeah. Because no one uh, really has like I wouldn't say no one, but like there's very few people in the scene that have a desire to like. Uh, to push and, and and explore and travel and, and yeah. like because that's really how your scene grows is is you kind of have to you have to go out mm-hmm. and learn yeah you have to go learn new things and yeah. meet new people and bring it back and bring it back and yeah. then also that's like meet did. new scenes mm-hmm. meet new people and bring them you know yeah. and then there's that cross pollination of yeah. of ideas and inspiration and things like that and that's how that's how you know things can start growing but a lot of times with small scenes is that they don't really get exposed to a lot of a lot of that, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like the same kind of people just kind of running, running it, and it kind of stays kind of mm-hmm. where it's at. So and because Vegas, of that, Vegas Crump was like that for a long time. Mm, yeah, it was the same people doing the same doing things, the same thing, and it was it was tiring. Yeah, and it's like, and it's cool if it's like, 
if that's if if you don't really have too much of an ambition for dance and you just it's like a nice little hobby, you know, yeah. it's probably fine. And that's what I tell people too, all the time is people dance for different reasons. Like a lot of people in Vegas do this do this shit for a living. Well, see, that's like they live it exactly. And then there's people that just have fun. So I think that's the that's if I'm gonna talk about the biggest difference between the Vegas and the Arizona scene is that here in Vegas, people are pushing to achieve more in their dance because mm. there's opportunity here and there's inspiration here. Mm. There's such high level that people see that level and they're like, yo, I want to aspire. Mm. It's the aspiration. I want to aspire to be like that or like yeah. I want to get up to that level. Yeah. But in Arizona, there's not that much dance opportunity. So it's like self-created. Mm. So it's more it's more on a underground, grounded kind of level where it's just sharing with each other. Yeah. And that's beautiful too. Like, yeah. like don't get me wrong. Like, and like the I, scene is like beautiful. I, like I just said, it's, it, everybody has their whys. You exactly. get what I'm saying? Nobody's exactly. why is wrong. Right. If you want to dance because you're 70 years old and you just want to go take a class at Millennium Dance Academy, like do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just, we have, I feel like where that comes up becomes a problem is when people have opinions and we know you're not, we know you're not a c- career dancer. Mm. Stop talking about the career dancer. Stay in your place. Yeah. Like, and I feel like that's where we get mixed up is a lot of us feel like we're better than we really are. Mm. And we have this opinion and that's where it becomes a problem. Yeah. So I think, well, you know, and, and that that does exist for sure. And I think the that's why we have to learn more things. Yeah. Like we have to meet. We have to go out, learn, explore, mm-hmm. like become a student. Yeah. Always be a student. Yeah. And and. And then that that desire to grow, like kind of, because this is what I'll say: if you think you're the best one, mm. you're probably not gonna you're probably not gonna be learning much because you you already you think, you think are, that you think you're you the arrived. best. You kind of have to match yourself up with somebody that's like in your mind better than you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to get roasted a little bit to yeah. be like, okay, maybe I'm not. Maybe I need to learn you more. Turn that loss into a lesson. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what happens out here. That's why everyone's growing Bro. because <laughs> we're all we're roasting each other. We're consistently beating the hell out of each other <laughs> on the dance floor, like legitimately. Yeah, like, I I, re- I haven't battled because obviously I was ta- I was having my son, but like I t- I told my little homies the other day I was like, Yo, 2024, we going ham. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm back in the scene. Let's I got go. a couple more years left in me yeah. to like physically battle. Right. I feel like I got a couple more years in me, yeah. and I'm like, and then I'll go straight into investing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Investing in the scene, being that OG that needs to help the scene grow. Yeah, for sure. But like, I'm still gonna compete. But like I said, the level of competition out in Vegas right now. Oh yeah, best believe I'm gonna be labbing. Oh, you you have to. Like you, you can't. You, you you can't go dude. to like. And there's so many events happening every week that it's like if you're not dancing every week, you, we know. Yeah. It's back in the days where Crump was like it, everything's changing every week. Where there's weekly sessions and there's weekly things going on. Yeah, if you yeah. come to the session, if you come to the event doing the same thing, we gonna know. Yep. And that's what people. <laughs> man, ooh, I could talk about that <laughs> for days. Yo, real quick, we gonna take a commercial break. We gonna come back and we got the final section. We appreciate y'all. And tune in. At Swarm Branding, we're not just a digital marketing agency. We're your key to online success. Let's take a closer look at the services that can transform your brand. Graphic design, web design, search engine optimization, print media, social media services, and content marketing services. Swarm Branding is your full-service digital marketing powerhouse committed to making your brand a digital sensation. Don't wait. Visit us today at swarmeverything.com. 
We back. Your mama. <laughs> now, I'm here with my bro, Jam. Uh, we having a great conversation. Now, we just got off of the fact of, um, like, being at the high quality of caliber of dancers, right? Now, being that there's such a high quality of caliber, like, especially in Vegas, what do you advise people that are trying to come into the scene and learn and, like, they're new to dance, mm. like new to street dance. Like somebody that has no clue what dance is, what what do you advise them to do mm. to become like something like that wants to pursue something? You're talking about like dancers that, that are looking to no, do that? No, like, like, like I'm like not a dancer. Like, yeah. I want to get into the scene. Yeah. And I want to learn and I want to grow and become a professional dancer. Yeah. Because you're professional. Like let's not be, let's be honest here. Mm -hmm. You perform and dance for a living. So what do you advise somebody that wants to be in that level? Mm. Well, I mean, it always starts with the foundation. Mm -hmm. you, you, you have to, I mean, learn, learn the foundations. Like, and, that, and that means like being exposed to them. So, so getting connected with dancers that you see that you like. And I think, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting because it there is a barrier to entry to this scene because we're so like this mm -hmm. that... The reason why we don't have a lot of new people in this scene is because it's hard to find. Yeah. So the first the first step is is like being exposed to to what someone to someone that you like that you've seen, you know, and then and then starting conversation like, hey, like like where can I where can I go to get involved? You know, in mm. that and and now it's actually a lot of like way, way more accessible easier. because Bruh. you got Instagram. Like if you see someone, if you're in Vegas and you see, you know, you're exposed to someone on online that is like a dope dancer that lives in Vegas, you or you see something, them. you could just DM them like, hey, where do you, where do I go to check out these battles? You know, mm -hmm. I wanna I wanna get involved. Hey, do you you know do you know of anybody that's teaching classes that I should mm -hmm. learn from? You know, recommendations I think is the first is the yeah. first point. So yeah. being exposed to it. And then asking questions to people that are inspiring you that mm -hmm. you see, and then and then you know if you're not a dancer and you want to start dancing, it always I think it always starts with classes. Start taking classes, find teachers that can teach you the the foundations, wow. and then they can lead you. You know, it's all it's always about like leading someone to the next. It's each, each one, one teach one. one. Ooh, look it's, at that! It's all each one teach one. Y'all heard that? We yeah. we said at the same time. You owe me a coke. and that's hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said you don't. Ah, no Jesus! More. Don't judge me. It was it was just a figure of speech. <laughs> now, that's crazy to me because when I was growing up, that wasn't the case. Like be, before social media. Mm. Yeah, like you couldn't do that. You literally oh, yeah. had to like stumble across. It. Oh yeah, you, yeah. You can't like do it on purpose. Like, you like just have to, now like, you could do it on purpose. Yeah. Hey, YouTube, hip hop, street dance. Like Absolutely. it's crazy, man. How much has changed? Now, last question. We're gonna wrap up. Um, what's next for hybrids and yourself? Mm. Um, it's hmm, a good question. We have so many. We have so many things bubbling right okay. now. We got a lot of pots boiling. Um, that we're like working on. Uh, mm -hmm. I think I think the main focus for 2024 is the level up. Mm -hmm. We have we have some really really major plans for the next event, and we haven't announced anything yet because it, it's it's one of those things that has to be like locked into place before mm -hmm. we can say oh, yeah. anything. Yeah. But we do have some cool like okay. stuff going on with that. That that's like one of the main focuses, and then with hybrids. You know, we we're we've been growing mm -hmm. as a crew. So we've added uh, a couple new members, 
and you know like the the recent video that we just put out that's that's the whole crew minus two minus two um so we have i mean how many members we have eight members i think now eight, eight or nine wow. members um and that's that's going from me and reese yeah i remember to, to nine to nine yeah. members and we you know in, in that five years exactly exactly <laughs> most people grow way quicker right and we don't put people down to put people down like no we, you, i know it's you, all about a relationship a yeah. yeah it's all about it's the, really is it a, a right hip-hop fit? crew yeah no absolutely like we we don't just hey you want to be on our crew and and we have no communication no it's like a we really try to build a brotherhood with our crew so and i think just doing more stuff as a crew and mm-hmm. and like um you know that's a big focus for mm-hmm. us just because we have so many, you know, we're getting bigger now. So we're trying to collect ourselves. Um, but we, yeah, I think events, events for next year is, is like a, a main thing that we're, we're looking forward to and just kind of like expanding um, financial opportunities as well. Being better entrepreneurs, yeah. learning more things yeah. and, and really going forward in the business space because mm. we are, you know, we are an LLC now. So, you know, once once you're like an ofi- official business, you oh, can't a, think a whole different world. You can't think like a crew anymore. Yep. Like there are times to be a crew. Yeah. But it's also a business. So then you mm-hmm. also have to manage balance. You have to find the balance between being an artist and being a businessman. Mm-hmm. And that's like a big focus for us as well. And just kind of expanding that aspect. And really just like the whole point is to just bring more to this community that we love. Like that's yeah. it. Because we are a part of it. So when we bring stuff to the community, we... We are part of that. So yeah. we gain from it too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not for us, it's not so much of just like we want it all for ourselves, but it's like we we want it for ourselves that we can give it back. Give it back mm-hmm. more. And and specifically with the level up, we really focus on sponsorship. Like we're gonna really focus on sponsorship and mm-hmm. bringing new brands into the scene to see, That's like, oh wow, on. we got there's dope talent in here. Like we yeah. wanna engage with this community and that could lead to more opportunities for other you know other event organizers to maybe mm-hmm. connect with these with these brands too yeah so um and that's you know that's like the overall overall vision but definitely yeah well hey i don't know if you know this but you're the last episode in season one um Let's we go. appreciate y'all for tuning in uh subscribe like follow him joey the jam on instagram and youtube uh same thing with hybrids crew and the level up uh we look forward to seeing y'all in season two Thank you again, and have a good one. Peace. It's official now. The Hive Hustle Podcast about to sit you down. Go and fix your crown. This ain't a grain of salt. Pick your brain and thoughts, even through a major loss. Still remain a boss.